people with degrees in philosophy often joke, well, I'll think deep thoughts about being broke. <laughs> the truth is, though, philosophy matters. It sure, sure does. How you actually look at the world does matter. Now, I'm not going to trivialize the injury that this whole podcast is about, which is operational stress injuries, OSIs. It's an actual neurological change to your brain. The wiring is different. However, we are all about recovery and coping and healing here. And a part of that really is perspective. It's how you look at things. And as the late, great Wayne Dyer has often said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. That's one to really ponder and mull over again and again and again. When you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. And it might sound like a silly thing that you roll your eyes at, but it's actually worth contemplating because it's true because we all work at, look at the world through a filter through the mark filter is how I see the world, which is based on everything from my childhood till today. Every experience I've ever had creates a filter and it's not as simple as optimist or pessimist. It's everything that's ever happened in my life. Everybody I've ever met Every experience I've ever had changes how I see the world and also changes something called a confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is when you think you already know the answers before you ask the questions. When you think you already know the answers before you ask the questions. So everything you see is just confirmation of what you already believe to be true. And you go, look, I told you I was right. Called it. There it is. Um, we don't talk politics on here, but, uh, so I won't, <laughs> I'll continue to not talk politics on here, but in general, the political theater, people pick teams and when they pick their teams, uh, what goes on there is everything their team says is good. Everything the other team says is bad for no other reason than because it's the other team. The other team is bad and my team is good. It's team sports. And that's what politics is for the most part. And we don't think we're doing it. And there's people right now <laughs> listening to this going, that's not what I do. I'm a critical thinker. Yeah. Are you though? Probably not as much as what you'd like to think. Uh, we all fall victim to it. We pick teams and then we stick to those teams. We don't believe me. Do you love your country? Why? Why do you love your country more than somebody else's country? Because that's where you were born. Because that's your team. Who do you cheer for at the Olympics? The other guys or you? Probably your own country. Why? Because that's your team. You don't like the other countries. Well, you like them, like you want to go visit them. But when it comes to their sports teams, you like yours best because that's where you were born. That's your team. Don't know why. Do we have nicer people than the other team? Is our country really that much better than the other one? I don't know. Maybe. But everybody picks their own country. There's just that connection there. This is where I was born, so this is who I root for. There's not a lot of thought going on there. It's just, you picked a team. 
And it's no different for politics. How did you grow up? What were the conversations in your house? Chances are their views are your views. And if not, you got them from somewhere. And if you are right into politics, what type of videos do you watch? Videos from the other team? News people from the other team? No, you hate them. You hate not hearing your own opinion all the time. You like hearing your own opinion because that gives you confirmation that you're right. <laughs> That's what we all do. Just a matter of degree. The only solution, don't pick a team. That's my philosophy. I don't know what yours is, but you're entitled to it. And the point of all that is that how you look at things matters. What team you pick matters. Not picking a team matters. So I want to talk about a couple other philosophies that might be interesting to you, but they're all worth contemplating. Now, too much of anything is a bad thing. Anything can be an addiction, but it's worth thinking. At least you're thinking. And as you go through the different exercises of different ways of looking at things, you pick the one that works for you, that is the healthiest for you, and that's the one you stick with because it's healthy for you. And then you'll notice as you stray from that path of thought, hmm, I'm not feeling so good. Maybe I got to get back to that place in my head because it matters. So I want to start with nihilism. Nihilism is interesting. There are, are pros and cons to nihilism. So the rough idea of nihilism is basically this. In nihilism, it's the idea that absolutely nothing matters. We're all going to die anyway, and we're here for an incredibly brief time and are just a little dot on the planet, and really, we don't matter. Not one whit. Especially when you compare our little grain of sand of a life to this massive desert of a world. And then you put that in the context of all the matter of our tiny little solar system. And then you step back again and you look at the entire galaxy. Our brains can't even conceive how tiny and insignificant our planet is and divide that by 8 billion. And that's how tiny and insignificant you are. And yet you get so worked up about things. So there is value in considering nihilism. Now, if you, you go too far, you're going to do nothing but play video games and eat Doritos all day because it doesn't freaking matter anyway. Might as well just sit here and uh, entertain myself, digitally masturbate all day and all night because it doesn't freaking matter. So that's the dark side of nihilism. Here's where I've come to, and I don't know if it's in the middle, but, and of all places, it was this uh, spiritual thing. It was a spiritual center, it was called, and you walk this maze, and I had the most interesting aha moment, which I guess is the whole point of walking these mazes in the first place, to contemplate this, that, and the other. 
but it was simply, it was related to, to nihilism, that both things are true at the same time. And here's what came to me, that the incredibly narcissistic idea that I am everything, everything that ever was and ever will be, that's me. I am incredibly important. I'm the only important thing in the world as far as my life, because I'm all, I, and it sounds so bad if you, if, depending on how you look at it, but this is the only life I got is how I saw it. This is it. There's only one me. And I only got one life. So it's kind of important because it's the only one I got. I mean, there's billions of other lives, but this is mine. And I don't have 10 or 20. I have one. One. <laughs> I got one life to live. So I'll, I should probably make the best of it. Because it's, it's the most important thing in the world to me. Because without my life, I can't affect the lives of others. I can't help anybody. I can't be nice to anybody. I can't smile at someone. I can't raise my children. I can't do anything without this life. So my life is the most important life in the world. So there's that. On the other side of it was nihilism. Where, yeah, maybe it's important to me, but in the grand scheme of things... I don't matter even slightly. I don't register on the scales whatsoever. Now, both things are true simultaneously. And that's a trick, isn't it? Holding two completely different ideas <laughs> in your head at the same time. Both ideas can destroy you. Both ideas can lift you. Hmm... It's interesting. Nihilism. What a trip, right? But it's true. Both things are true simultaneously. You are everything and you are absolutely nothing. Both are true. So how do you use this? Well, don't sweat the small stuff. <laughs> Comes right off a bumper sticker, doesn't it? But it's true. When you find yourself just wrapped up about something, does it really matter? Really? Like when you step back, is this really the worst thing in the whole wide world? And it's tough to do that. I mean, you feel how you feel. And when you're in that dark place and it feels like there's a weight of a 10 elephants on your back, it's tough to step out of that. I know. And sometimes maybe you just can't. You just got to feel the weight and be crushed. But does it really matter? Does my pain really matter? It matters to me because it sucks. But does it really matter? It matters to you. It doesn't matter to the world. And even if you are the most altruistic, important person ever born, does it really matter? Maybe for this generation of people, Maybe even for the next generation or two that proceeds, and maybe your name will be remembered in a history book, but the universe doesn't give a flying fuck. <laughs> doesn't care. You could be the most amazing human being on the planet, and it kind of matters on the planet. But in the grand scheme of our solar system, it matters not. 
We're just bacteria on a rock. That's all we are. But to us, this is all we got. So it's pretty gosh darn important. It's both things are true at the same time. All right, so that's nihilism. That's my thoughts on nihilism. Let it break your brain or let it build it. It's up to you. It's important or it isn't. Also up to you. Contemplate it or don't. It's up to you. But how you see the world really does matter as far as your mental health. And what is your mental health? Well, it's a couple of things. One, it's feeling okay. It's feeling okay and it's being able to function. Because if you can't function, it's tough to feel okay. If you're having trouble getting out of bed in the morning, it's tough to feel okay. And a portion of it is how we look at it. It doesn't matter if you're poisoned by mefloquine. It doesn't matter if you are suffering from severe PTSD. How you look at the world, the filter that you choose to use, freaking matters. It really, really does. And choose. Because when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. All right. More philosophy. Let's talk about Stoicism. Stoicism is broken into all kinds of interesting things. Another dark one that isn't necessarily dark is Momento Mori, which is one of the tenets of Stoicism. Momento Mori is Latin. Maybe it's Greek. doesn't matter. Momento Mori means keep in mind your death. Momento, keep in mind your death, Mori. Why? To scare the pants off you at every waking moment, being worried about every door that you walk through, every choice that you make? Because that could kill me. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It's because it's going to happen anyway. It's either going to be a short life or a long life, but even the longest life is really extremely short in the grand scheme of things. And even the shortest life is extremely long in, depending on your perspective. Either way, it's all we got and there's F all we can do about it. Momento mori. So how do you use this in your life? Well, when you're miserable, sometimes we get really dark and momento mori means, oh, at least it'll be over soon. I'll just hang on until it's over. I can make it. I can make it till I naturally expire. Yeah, that's in my brain a lot. The other way, though, is life is short. Do I really want to spend it being miserable? I got to go do something for myself. And one of the easiest things to do for yourself is to do something for others. Having that sense of purpose and doing something nice. But either way, remembering and not avoiding and not being afraid of, but remembering that the end is near because it is. It could be in three, two, one, you're dead. Or it could be a few years from now or 50 years from now. I don't know, but either do you. So treat each day as if it is your last. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Momentum mori.
Because really, what if life is nothing more than a game of snakes and ladders? Depending on what happens in this reality, we either ascend to something else or we descend to something else. And then we live life again. And then we either ascend or descend. The never-ending game of snakes and ladders. We're either going up or down or staying the same or growing in circles. Who knows? Anyway, that's the brain teaser for today. I'm Mark Manke. This is Operation Tango Romeo. At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making peer support for post-traumatic stress disorder easily accessible with a vision of a world where finding help and support is simple and the path to recovery is clear. I am your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast.